This episode of the Audacity Podcast is brought to you in part by GoToMeeting with HD Faces. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 92. Should your podcast or blog have its own Twitter account? Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is a how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about that dialogue aspect, having a dialogue with your community, with your listeners, kind of even with your co-hosts, as it relates to the social network of Twitter. Are you on Twitter? You really should be. I highly recommend that you be on Twitter. And I've done an episode before. If you go back to the audacity to podcast.com slash 67, I did an episode sharing 11 tips for how to use Twitter to promote your podcast or blog. Today, I'm going to be approaching this from a more specific aspect of should you have a separate Twitter account for your podcast or blog? Or should you just mix everything all together? But I do highly recommend that if you're not on Twitter, get on Twitter, start sharing your content, start sharing other people's content. You'll see me sharing content from my, quote, competitors, unquote, like Ray Ortega from Podcaster Studio, Dave Jackson from School of Podcasting, Dan Lyons from Podcast Like a Radio DJ, and Cliff Ravenscraft from PodcastAnswerMan.com. And I'd like to share their content because they have great content. I like their perspective. And when I see something that really stands out and I think, this is great, this is really unique, I want to share it with you. So even if you don't have much to share of your own content, you could share other people's content from your own account. So try to get your own Twitter account. But then it comes to this thing of should you have one personal account and one podcast or blog account, or should it just be all in a single account? account. That's what we'll talk about today. And I will have a poll on this over on the website at theaudacitytopodcast.com where you can vote and let me know what you have. Do you have a Twitter account for your separate podcast? Do you have one that you use for everything? Do you have just your own personal account? Do you have no Twitter account at all? Please go over to theaudacitytopodcast.com and vote in that poll. And by the way, show notes for this episode will be at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 92. And I also want to encourage you to go to theaudacitytopodcast.com and follow me on Twitter. I've got the Twitter links over there and everything else. Show notes, iTunes links, and more over at theaudacitytopodcast.com. Now, before I get into this content, let me tell you about our sponsor, GoToMeeting by Citrix. It's summertime and people love to travel. Travel is a great thing. It gives you an opportunity to get away from the office, get away from uh, work, get away from uncomfortable environments and just relax. But sometimes when you're traveling, whether it be for business or pleasure, that doesn't mean that the office work and business has to stop. If you need business to continue, then It's very hard if you're traveling unless you have 
GoToMeeting with HD Faces. GoToMeeting lets you meet online so your clients, colleagues, coworkers, comrades, whoever, even a book club like I do weekly, can meet online from anywhere in the world with an internet connection. And if you have a webcam, it makes it so much better because of the high-definition faces. You get to have a face-to-face online meeting with several other people. It's really easy to set up, really easy to participate. You can even join from an iPad or an Android device. Just download the GoToMeeting app and you can join a meeting that way. It's a fantastic way, the best way, I think, to host online meetings. You can use GoToMeeting. It's super easy. Schedule ahead of time or start a meeting on the fly. Work smarter this summer with GoToMeeting with HD Faces. My listeners can try it free for 30 days. Don't wait. For this special offer, visit GoToMeeting.com, click on the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST. Be sure to use the promo code PODCAST. And thank you, Citrix, for your support. So let's talk about Twitter. Let me at first tell you my situation with Twitter. I manage three accounts. I manage my own account, which is The Ramen Noodle. I manage PodCamp Cincinnati account for the PodCamp Cincinnati social media conference here in Cincinnati coming up at looking like maybe October 20th. Check out PodCampCincinnati.com for more information on that. And I also manage an account for my Once Upon a Time podcast over at twitter.com slash once podcast. So those are the three accounts I primarily manage. But as you know, I have several podcasts about movies, about clean comedy, about this podcast, about podcasting, about once upon a time, and there are other podcasts in the network as well. So I have multiple accounts, but as you know, or noticed, of the accounts I mentioned, only one podcast has its own account. Actually, one of my other podcasts does have its own account, but I no longer use it for specific reasons. I'm going to share some of that with you. So let's start uh, start with why you shouldn't have a separate Twitter account. Don't have a a separate Twitter account when any of the following might apply. Number one, you'll use it as a personal account. I see this often where people will consider, oh, I want to jump on Twitter with my podcast, so I'm going to create this podcast Twitter account, and then they start using that for their personal stuff. Now, (laughs) yeah, look at my Twitter account. I made this mistake. I created the Twitter account, The Ramen Noodle. Actually, I originally created the Twitter account, D. Joseph Design, but I switched it to The Ramen Noodle because that was my one and only podcast back then. But for me, with that account, The Ramen Noodle is also my identity, not just the name of a Twitter account. So when I came up with The Ramen Noodle, that was going to be my identity. Originally, the podcast was a solo comedy podcast, and I decided that I would be The Ramen Noodle. So it would be essentially the same thing as if I had a Twitter account and it was called The Daniel Lewis that's how I approached it is this is me. This is my identity, not just the name of a podcast, but also I figured if I did any kind of stand-up comedy, that would be my stage name is the ramen noodle. And I use that sometimes I introduce myself sometimes as hi, I'm the ramen noodle. So having that Twitter account works, even though it is after the same name of a podcast. But if I were to start the audacity to podcast Twitter account, 
Now, I think that's a little bit too long, but if I started that as a Twitter account and then started tweeting from that, hey, here's a picture of what I had for lunch today, or I'm just kicking it in the morning, you know, hey, good morning, everybody. That's pointless stuff to have on a separate Twitter account that's supposed to be branded for my podcast. So don't have a separate Twitter account for your podcast or specifically marketed and branded with your podcast if you're planning to use that as just a personal account, I mean, or not just, but if you are planning to use it as a personal account, have something different for that. I'll mention that in a moment. Number two, don't have a separate Twitter account when you'll post all the same stuff across your accounts anyway. I've seen this where I know a podcaster that has, a few podcasters do this. They have their own personal account that they've had for a long time. And then they started a new podcast and they created a Twitter account for that podcast. That's great. It applies really well in their situation. But what I see is they both have the exact same tweets. Almost every time these, now it's a few people, so almost every time these few people tweet, it goes to the same Twitter accounts, the same message. So I see the same message twice. That's not why I'm following both of them. I'm following their, their podcast Twitter account because I want information from their podcast and information relevant to their podcast. I'm following their personal Twitter account because I want information that is about them and the other stuff they're doing. But this is where it's crossing over in both ways. Their podcast content is constantly being, re- being tweeted from their personal account as well at the exact same time. So it's instantly two tweets sent out, one from one account, one from the other. And their personal stuff is bridging into the podcast account, personal stuff that really doesn't matter to the podcast audience, or or that's not what a podcast Twitter account should be used for is the personal stuff. Now, by the way, I do know there's probably going to be some disagreement on some of these points, and I welcome that. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Comment in the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 92. So if you're going to post all of the same stuff, then don't have a separate Twitter account. Number three, don't have a separate Twitter account when you have infrequent or no relevant content. This is where I decided to stop using and promoting the Twitter account for one of my other podcasts. I have this podcast called Are You Just Watching at areyoujustwatching.com. It's Christian movie reviews with critical thinking. And it has a pod, or, yeah, a podcast Twitter account named Are You Just Watching. Now, spelled out fully is too long for Twitter. So it's actually the letter R, the letter U, just watching. That's the Twitter account. But if you go there, you'll see I haven't tweeted in a long time. The reason is... Well, for one, we're no longer promoting that account by just holding on to it for branding's sake. And secondly, there's just not much to tweet from it. it. It's a podcast with a much, much smaller audience. And as you can see, that Twitter account, if you look at it, it has very, very few followers compared to uh, other accounts of mine or other ways that I could try and brand myself with this account or something else. It has very few followers. And I just don't have that much to tweet from the Are You Just Watching account. My last tweet was 
over two years ago, and it only has 53 followers right now at the time of this recording. So when I look at that account, I'm not tweeting from it because I don't consistently have movie review information to share, critical thinking thoughts to share, this other information that's relevant to my content. I don't have much of that to share. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense to start a separate Twitter account if all I have is a tweet per week or so. So that's reason number three. If you have infrequent or no relevant content, by what I mean by no relevant content is, well, exactly that. If, if you don't have anything that's related to your main content, if you don't have any tweets or anything that you want to share that's relevant to your audience, then it's probably not going to be much effect from a separate Twitter account. Number four, don't have a separate Twitter account when you already built an audience with your own account. This is my case for several reasons. I have a lot of Twitter followers for The Ramen Noodle. I think it's uh, 3,700 Twitter followers for The Ramen Noodle Twitter account. That's my personal account, but it's also my professional account. It's what's on my business cards. Yeah, I know. The Ramen Noodle is on my professional business cards, but it kind of shows my sense of humor, I hope. But... I have these separate podcasts, and when I'm going to start a podcast to host it live or when I publish new episodes, I do tweet from that personal account because I have worked hard to build up an audience for this account. I follow people who are talking about podcasting, have podcasting questions. I follow people who are involved with social media, and I can learn from their blogging or podcasting tips, or they might be interested in my podcasting and blogging tips. I connect with these different people and in different industries, and then I share that content from my own Twitter account. Now, I've worked hard to build this audience. If I were to split off Twitter account for the Audacity to podcast, then that means I would have to build its audience all over again. And then that would be one more account that I'd have to manage. Well, in my case, my V-Ramen Noodle account is me. It's my personal branding. So it includes my specialties, which are web design, podcasting, and I occasionally mention the other content I produce, which isn't very much. So I've already built an audience. I don't want to do it all over again. And in many cases, for me, there isn't a need to do it all over again. So if you already have a really strong audience with one of your accounts, then maybe you shouldn't start a separate Twitter account. Now let's talk about the reasons why you should have a separate Twitter account. By the way, I would love to hear your feedback on these previous thoughts of if you use it as a personal account or you post all the same stuff across accounts, you have infrequent or no relevant content, or you already built an audience with your own account, please comment on the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 92. And I'd love to get conversation started with you over there on what you thought about some of these things. Now let's talk about why you should have a separate Twitter account. Do you have a separate Twitter account when your blog or podcast has multiple contributors? If you're hosting a blog that has a lot of writers or a podcast with multiple co-hosts, 
And you each have something that you want to say about the field that your site is about. Then maybe you need a separate Twitter account for that. Here's a case in point for myself. With my Once Upon a Time podcast over at oncepodcast.com, I've given access to that Twitter account to my co-hosts, Jeremy, Dan, and my wife, Jenny. So at any moment, they could tweet from that account too. Now they know what kind of stuff to tweet. They know post Once Upon a Time kind of stuff over there. So that's what they're going to post or they're going to promote the things about Once Upon a Time or promote our podcast in some way. So having a single Twitter account, a separate single Twitter account, helps with the multiple people who contribute to our site be able to also publish to our Twitter stream. I'm not going to give out my personal account to people because, like I said, the Ramen Noodle is my personal branding Twitter account. So if I give that out to uh, my co-hosts, then it's not really even a trust issue. It could be a trust issue, but it's a branding issue. Are they going to say something in the way that I would say it? If they're going to post an Instagram photo, are they going to post it in the way that I would do it? Are they going to say it the way I would say it? Are they going to link it the way I would link it? All of this, it's a branding thing. So having that separate account allows them to post in their own voice, and it still represents the community as a whole and reaches out to that special niche community. Number two, do have a separate Twitter account when you create a lot of content. There are a couple ways to look at this. Maybe you have only one extra website. In addition to your personal branding, maybe you don't even have a personal website. That's okay too. I do recommend you get one. Mine is danieljlewis.net. But if you only have one other website, one podcast, and it produces a lot of content, then maybe that's a good time for you to have a separate Twitter account. Maybe it's a news website where you're constantly filling out different news and information. Like look at all of these different news websites out there like macrumors.com or or androidcentral.com or these different tech blogs or sites that have a lot of news coming out. One reason is they have a lot of contributors. But when you look at those sites, you see there's content coming out every hour or so. Putting that content into a personal account might flood personal followers with stuff that they're just not interested in because you're producing so much content from that separate site. The other way to look at this is if you have a lot of sites producing moderate or minor amounts of content, then all of those sites together might form a lot of content that you're producing on a regular basis. Then you might want a separate account for one or a few of those separate sites, depending on, again, how much content they produce or how frequently you might want to include that content in your own personal account. So if you create a content, a lot of content, consider a separate Twitter account. Number three, do have a separate Twitter account when the industry produces a lot of news. With our Once Upon a Time podcast, we originally had the goal of trying to have a blog post every single day. Unfortunately, because uh, most of our uh, podcast crew 
is working or has other priorities, we're not able to push out a blog post every day. I've reached out to our community for help getting some more blog posts, and I think several people are going to contribute in that way. But while our site isn't producing much more than maybe two blog posts, one of them being a podcast episode, per week, two to three maybe, we also have the forums over there at oncepodcast.com slash forums. That's a lot of content too. But the industry about Once Upon a Time TV show has a lot of news. So there's a lot of stuff that I could tweet from the Once Podcast account that I wouldn't want to tweet from my personal account. And you've probably seen that I tweet very, very little about Once Upon a Time from my personal account, but instead I tweet that over from the Once Podcast account because I know that the Once Podcast followers are interested in Once Upon a Time. I know that my followers are greatly varied. Now I have some followers from Once Upon a Time from my podcast, but they also follow Once Podcast, so why should I retweet the same thing to both accounts? But the industry as a whole produces a lot of news, so there's a lot that I could share from the Once Podcast account. That's why it has a separate account. If you have multiple podcasts and one of them is in an industry that gets a lot of news, then consider having a separate Twitter account. That way, you are completely free to post all of this different news from that Twitter account and not worry about that news being irrelevant to your own personal followers. Now, number four, do have a separate Twitter account when you want to build a niche following. Like I said, with my personal account, I have about 3,700 followers on my personal Twitter account, twitter.com slash Noodle. My other Twitter account, which is One's Podcast, has more than or almost 5,000 Twitter followers. Now, that's a lot more than my personal account. And there are a lot of people following One's Podcast who aren't following my personal Twitter account. That's perfectly okay. Because they're interested in relevant content over there. And when I started building that following for the Once Podcast Twitter account, I was looking for people who are interested in Once Upon a Time. Because I want them to know, and it's so much more memorable too, the branding of it, to think, oh, Once Podcast is about Once Upon a Time. The Ramen Noodle is not about Once Upon a Time. You see, just from a branding aspect, there's a disconnect there. So building a special niche audience is so much easier to do from a separate account. And the bio is separate too. So the bio can say all things about Once Upon a Time, the TV show from ABC, and it can mention our podcast and all of this stuff that's relevant to people who are interested in Once Upon a Time. So it's building a niche community over there that would be a lot harder to build with my own personal account. Because if I follow people who are tweeting about Once Upon a Time from The Ramen Noodle, they look at it and they see, oh, The Ramen Noodle, huh, doesn't look too interesting. They might read the bio to see what I'm about and see that I host a podcast about the the TV show Once Upon a Time, but they still might think, eh, it's too much. He's posting too much other stuff. And that's fine. If people don't want to follow me because they don't like the other stuff I post, that's fine. But when they follow, get followed from Once Podcast, they look at it and see, oh, this is all about Once Upon a Time. I want to follow this account. 
So I'm building a niche following over there. So do you have a Twitter account, a separate Twitter account for your blog or podcast when, number one, you want your blog or podcast to have multiple contributors, two, you create a lot of content, three, the industry produces a lot of news, and four, you want to build a niche following. Now, I know there are other reasons along these uh, similar lines. And one final one is number five, you need separate branding. This uh, and the word need could be defined in different ways, depending on your circumstance. Like maybe obvious circumstance is you're running a Twitter account that you do not want associated with your name. Maybe it's a very political account or a website. Maybe it's something very controversial. Maybe it's something that you just don't want connected with your personal professional account, which is a very good idea if you're doing anything fringe like that. If you want to get hired for certain positions, it's a great idea to not try and mix controversial with your professional account. So maybe you need the separate branding. Or maybe you have so many different brands that it's important for you to have that separate branding to distinguish it from everything else that you have. So five reasons why you do need a separate Twitter account, or you may need. Now, when you're working with these separate Twitter accounts, it can get to be really confusing posting one thing from one account, one thing from another. I've got several tips for you of how you can manage your multiple Twitter accounts. Number one tip, if you've got multiple accounts, or even if you're just trying to create a branded account for branded kind of content, make a branding neutral account for yourself. I really wish when I first joined Twitter, I wish that I had registered Twitter under a particular different username that I really, really want. To this day, I still want it. I still wish I could get it. I still keep checking that Twitter account to see if it's ever going to be deleted because it's been inactive for more than three years and there were only three tweets from the account and it has barely any followers and the person is barely following anyone. I just can't have that Twitter account because I made a branding unneutral, a branding specific account when I created the Ramen Noodle Twitter account. But make a branding neutral account that can be you, that can be your personal account where you can post whatever you want. People who are following you for the latest knitting news are probably not so interested in what you had for breakfast that morning, or they might not be interested to know what movie you're reading that has absolute or watching that has absolutely nothing to do with the rest of your content. So a branding neutral account for yourself makes it great to split off that that personal or professional branding from your niche content branding. Second tip is when you create a new account, define that account's branding and stick to it. When I use this example of tweeting about your breakfast or tweeting family photos or anything like this, Think about what kind of content that Twitter account should be sharing. Write that down, put it in the bio in some way, and then stick to it. On our Once Upon a Time Twitter account over at twitter.com slash once podcast, we say on there that it's about the TV show Once Upon a Time. So anything that we tweet from that account is 
generally going to have something to do with the TV show Once Upon a Time. So figure out what that branding is and stick to it. Do this for your own personal account too. Figure out what is it that you want to tweet about and that you think people would be interested in and stick to that. Third tip, rarely tweet the same stuff. I would actually say never, ever, ever tweet the exact same thing from both accounts, but there are just a couple exceptions to this. So I'm saying rarely. If you're tweeting the same thing to two accounts at the same time all the time, then one of those accounts is completely unnecessary, or maybe the tweet is completely unnecessary. So there are those instances, though, where it is maybe necessary. Here's something I do. Uh, You probably see this every couple of Wednesdays, Wednesday nights, when I'm about to do a live podcast. See, Wednesday nights are when I do the Ramen Noodle Clean Comedy Podcast, and currently during the summer hiatus, we're doing once podcast every other week. So what I frequently do is make a short, retweetable length tweet, so it's about 120 characters, that says the Clean Comedy Podcast starts at 7, the Once Upon a Time Podcast starts at 8, Eastern Daylight Time slash GMT minus 4, and then give the link to the live show. Because it's short, it's concise, it's relevant in both ways, and I do tweet it from both accounts at the same time because I want to make sure that everyone who needs to see it does see it. On the Ramen Noodle, I have more Twitter followers who might be interested in the clean comedy or who might realize, oh, you do a Once Upon a Time podcast too, that's pretty cool, so they'll check that out. On One's podcast, they see the irrelevant information there that One's podcast is at a certain time, and they also see what else is going on right before One's podcast, so they can check that out. It's just like when TV shows will often say that the TV show will be on Sunday night after the Emmys, or it's on at 9 o'clock, right after... uh, whatever podcast or TV show at eight o'clock. America's Funniest Home Videos, you could say. So I do that very, very rarely. But the main thing is don't do it frequently. If it's not a cross-promotional thing, probably don't tweet it at all. But talking about cross-promotion, do cross-promote your content and Twitter accounts occasionally. Don't always use one account to retweet the other. I posted this message out on Twitter recently, and one of my followers replied saying that uh, he was using a separate Twitter account for his podcast, but he was also just retweeting everything from his other account and realized that, oh, this makes them kind of unnecessary. So he closed one of them. If you're always doing the same thing, one of them is unnecessary. But you can occasionally cross-promote because the common thing between your different brandings or your different Twitter accounts or podcasts, the common thing for your audience is you. How many of you as listeners listen to my other podcasts just because you enjoy this one? Or maybe it's the other way around. You enjoy one of my other podcasts, and so you've decided to check out this one, and you're listening to this one too, just because it still has me, and you have certain expectations of what the audio quality or the content quality will be. You have certain expectations of my personality, or you just enjoy getting to know me, or maybe you're a stalker. Whatever the case, 
occasional cross-promotion between them works great because people will be interested in you. And if you cross-promote and say, here's something else I'm doing that you might be interested in, then they'll be interested in it. Make it obvious, though, that it is something else that you are involved in. Don't just say, check out this once podcast over at oncepodcast.com. Well, if I say that, then yeah, people will see that. They might check it out. But nowhere in there do they realize I'm the one promoting it. You may remember back in the earlier days of my podcast, I would start off the podcast saying, this episode is brought to you by D. Joseph Design. If you need a website design, visit djosephdesign.com. You have a message that deserves to look great. Make it look great with djosephdesign.com. And it wasn't for quite a while that someone realized that was me. The D. Joseph Design is me. That's my professional business, by the way. If you need a website design, contact me. I'd love to help you out or podcast cover or anything like that. So I was promoting something, but people didn't realize it was me. So they weren't as inclined to check it out or consider it as a resource. Same thing goes for your Twitter. Make it obvious that it's you that you're cross-promoting to your audience. So for once upon a time, uh, if over at Once Podcast, occasionally I send out a tweet saying, if any of you are also interested in podcasting, you might like to check out our other podcast on our network called The Audacity to Podcast or anything else like that, cross-promoting my other Twitter accounts or my other uh, podcasts or blogs. And then last tip here for managing multiple Twitter accounts is use a multi-account Twitter tool. Or there are several of these. Like one that I really, really like now and I'm actually paying for now is Buffer. Buffer it has both a free version and a paid version, but it's like mindless tweeting on a schedule. You set up a schedule ahead of time in Buffer and then whenever you send a tweet through Buffer, it schedules that tweet to go out at a certain time slot. And then you send out another tweet, it puts that tweet in the next time slot after that, and so on. If you'd like to join Buffer, I have a referral link. I don't get paid, but I do get an extra little perk in my account. You can go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash buffer. That's B-U-F-F-E-R, and check that out. Sign up for their free version or their paid version. And the reason why I'm getting the paid version now is because I want to manage my multiple Twitter accounts more effectively. And in fact, this works great with my collaborators on one's podcast, where I have Dan and Jeremy are also Buffer users. So when they see something that's relevant to Once Upon a Time, they can quickly buffer it through their Buffer account, but it goes to our Once Podcast Twitter account. That way, if I've scheduled something to tweet, their tweet doesn't go at the same time or immediately after. That way we get equal exposure for each of the tweets. But also look at other programs like basic Twitter apps like TweetDeck. I really like the what I call old yeller TweetDeck. I don't like the new blue TweetDeck, but I'm still using the old yeller TweetDeck and I really like it. But there are also apps like if you're on OS X or iOS mobile devices, TweetBot is a great app. There's HootSuite, CoTweet, and a lot of other Twitter apps and clients that let you sign into multiple Twitter accounts and manage those accounts so you can post from one account or multiple accounts at a time, or you can see the replies from one or the other and direct messages and all of that. 
But also don't forget the power of a good modern web browser. Something like Google Chrome has this great feature called incognito window, where if I create an incognito window, which on a Mac is command shift in, on a Windows computer, it would be control shift in, it opens up this new window that is not logged into anything. And when I close the window, it will be logged out of everything that I did in that window. So where this works great for me is I do not like logging out of a Twitter account and logging back into a different one, then logging out again, then logging back into my original one. But if I need to do something, like I'm always logged into the Ramen Noodle Twitter account through my Chrome window. But if I want to do something with the Once Podcast Twitter account, then I open an incognito window, I go to Twitter, I log in using LastPass, the audacity to podcast.com slash last pass if you're interested in that and then i sign in do what i need to there and close the window and i never had to log out of the ramen noodle having a browser that can simply do this i know firefox and safari can do this i don't think uh, internet explorer can do this but a lot of browsers also have simple plugins that let you switch between accounts depending on the browser and depending on which accounts you need. So that way you don't have to log out. You just simply switch. There are a lot of extensions or add-ons to browsers that can do this for you. So look for that depending on your own browser and preference there. But there are so many other tools like this, and I'd love to hear what are your favorite tools for managing multiple Twitter accounts. Comment on the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 92. So what do you have? What do you think about this? I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love for you to vote in the poll over at theaudacitytopodcast.com. And over on the right side is the podcasting poll. By the way, you might be interested to know that the poll from a couple weeks ago about FeedBurner was surprisingly weighted to one side. I asked the question, do you use FeedBurner? And most of the people who voted... uh, overwhelming majority of people said yes i like it and i or i think it's necessary for feed burner so that's really cool to read that and if you're more interested in my thoughts about feed burner make sure that you check out the audacity to podcast.com slash 89 and for this week and for a couple weeks the poll will be do you have a Twitter account for your blog or podcast? I'd love for you to go vote on that over at theaudacitytopodcast.com. And I'll let you know how that turns out in a couple weeks as well. So check out these show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 92. I'd love to hear your thoughts, feedback, and ideas for future episodes. You can go to theaudacitytopodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab on the right side to record a message from your computer or email feedback at theaudacitytopodcast.com, or call 903-231-2221 and leave a message on the voicemail system there. Also check out the Audacity to Podcast when I do this live every Monday at Eastern at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Right now that's GMT minus four over at noodle.mx slash live. And huge thanks to the many people who showed up for the live show today. And hopefully we'll see you again next week for that. If you'd like any web design or podcast cover art design or even one-on-one consulting to help you get started podcasting, please contact me through all the regular feedback means would be fine. 
Check out the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 92. Follow me on twitter.com slash noodle. And now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts on Once Upon a Time, Clean Comedy, Christian Movie Reviews with Critical Thinking, and Christian Worldview over at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find so many podcasts on so many aspects of technology like Android apps and iPhone apps and iPad stuff and so much more news and how-tos and information over there at techpodcasts.com.